You're listening to the NFL on TuneIn. It's No Huddle with Brian Weber and Cordell Stewart. All right, Taylor. It was all coming back to me because obviously the most important thing that's happened to you in the last 52 weeks was a conversation with Cordell Stewart last year in Houston. So we're watching Christmas Day. It's the Texans and the Steelers. National audience. I looked down. There's Taylor Heineke. Now, fortunately, it didn't last too long. But take us through that experience because it was a microcosm, I think, of the entire year in Houston. Unfortunately, so many injuries. Oh, yeah. Um, Myself, it was just a roller coaster of a year. I started out in Minneapolis here in Minnesota. um, And Case beat me out for the backup spot. Fortunately, he had a great year this year. And um, So then I, I went home. Then I went to New England for three weeks. Uh, got cut from there. Then I was at home for another month, just waiting for a call. And then Houston called. Um, was there for a practice squad for about two weeks. Tom Savage goes down, unfortunately. They bumped me up. Uh, next thing you know, TJ Yates goes down on Christmas Day. And I get my NFL debut on Christmas Day. And uh, it was it was cool. It was a lot of fun. Um, Again, you know, just playing against the Pittsburgh Steelers on Christmas Day, it, it's, you can't really write it up like that. And, of course, you got hurt because that's the story of the entire season if you Yeah, did. you know, it was it was unfortunate. I think we had about 24 guys on IR this year. Uh, I think that might be a record, but it was, it was very unfortunate. We had a lot of guys injured. But, um, again, it, I think it was about two weeks after the whole Seattle concussion protocol thing, and they were being super careful about that. So um, I didn't think I had a concussion, but, you know, they were being, they were being smart about it. But as you move forward, considering that roller coaster of a ride, I mean, Christmas, you get an opportunity to play against the Steelers, a histor- very historical, uh, historic team, excuse me, uh, and you get your opportunity to play. And then, you know, the injuries come about. And, and, and then as you move forward, how do you get yourself mentally prepared uh, for what's coming next? Because can't get any rockier than that, right? I mean, throughout all this last year, uh, moving forward, what are you looking forward to? You just, you know, control what you can control. Um, that's how I do it. That's how I stay you know, not as stressed. Um, just go to work every day, do my best. Again, control what I can control, prepare the way I need to, and, and you know, just wait for that opportunity. Um, I think every backup quarterback does the same thing. Um, and this year was the year for backup quarterbacks. Yeah. Uh, you got Nick Foles, obviously. You got Case Keenum that had a great year. Um, you know, Jimmy Grapple was a backup. Now he's in, you know, San Fran doing his thing. So um, I think... You know, this year really showed everybody how important backup quarterbacks are. Taylor Heineke of the Texans is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. I'm sure you're looking for a full-time home, and you'll find one, but is it gratifying the phone has rung? Because a lot of guys get an opportunity, and then it's radio silence. At least you've been able to navigate through the NFL. Yeah, just trying to find a home, like you were saying. Um, that's the biggest goal. Um, but again, you know, it's just it's about getting that opportunity and making the most of it. And uh, I feel like when I got to Houston, I was practicing very well. Obviously, they saw something in me. Um, so when Tom went down, they bumped me up instead of bringing someone else in. And and hopefully, I just you know they keep seeing that in me, and I I keep proving to them that you know I'm worthy of being there. So um, that's my goal, and and uh, hopefully, you know, we'll see what happens next year. How do you actually approach everything, knowing that? Because to an extent, that's a distraction, right? You know, you get a place, you try to get comfortable, you don't know for sure what's going to happen, and but yet you're still trying to work on your craft. How do you compartmentalize both those situations where one is more important than the other because they kind of simply, but they work hand in hand together. How do you compartmentalize? You know, it's tough. Um, but again, you know, I just don't even try and focus on, Good. you know, if I'm getting cut tomorrow or next week or stuff like that. I just go in every day treating that like it's, you know, my last day at work and treating it like it's an interview. Um, So just going in there, doing my best, and uh, hopefully they see something in me to keep me. 
You mentioned your brief time in New England, and I'm not going to ask you, hey, what was the entire organization like? But did you get the sense just being in the building, what that aura is like? Oh, yeah. You can definitely tell. The three weeks I was there, I could definitely tell why they're so great. Um, just the things they do, the way they they run things there. Um, it's it's a very well, well-oiled engine, I guess you could say. Um, but everything's to a T, very detailed, and... Um, you know, again, you know, you could definitely tell why, why they're so great. I'm sure through your interviews, you have people because knowing that you, the ones that knew that you went to New England, always try to pick and figure out how is this 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 so-called conversation a Patriots way truly? How does it exist? Like Tom Brady, we're having a chance to see history within itself, right? Yep. Guys consistently doing it at the age of 40. I mean, he's talking about his health, and he looked like he hadn't skipped a beat. When you watch him play in practice, what does it do to you as a competitor and a quarterback to say, you know what, I may need to work on a few of these uh, uh, skills uh, to allow me to, to be a little bit better than what I am? The, the thing I you know, pick most from him is the guy's 40 years old and he's still got more fire than anyone else on the, on the, on the field. Um, I mean, he treats practice like it's a Super Bowl. And that, I think that's what makes him great. Um, he goes out there and he tries to embarrass the defense. He's he's trying to be great every day, every play. And I think, you know, you know, a lot of guys in the league don't take practice as that, you know, that serious. Um, I think that's what makes him great. You know, every every little thing he does at the facility is to try and make him better. Taylor Heineke is our guest on the NFL on TuneIn. We've been talking so much, as you said, about the theme of backup quarterbacks. When you look at Nick Foles, beyond the fact that he has starting experience and that great year with Chip Kelly wound up as the MVP of the Pro Bowl, quarterback to quarterback, how do you think he's been able to step up? I know it's been uneven at times. He was spectacular in the NFC Championship game. How do you think he's handled the mental side of filling in for a star in the making in Carson Wentz? I think he's done great, obviously. Um, He's led these guys to the Super Bowl, um, and that's the ultimate goal, right? You know? So we'll see what he, ha- what he does on Sunday, but um, I think he's done a great job. He's, he's just taking what's there. I mean, as a quarterback, you just take the completion and move the chains. You're going to be successful, and when, that's what he's doing. When looking at both these teams, give me the strengths you see of this Philadelphia team in order to give him uh, and how they're going to use that strength uh, to the better good of giving him a chance to win. When I watch the Eagles, it's every game's different. Um, you know, you don't really rarely see the same play from week to week. You know, they switch it up, and it's hard to game plan against them. I feel, um, and obviously their defense is great. Um, they've had a great year. You know, they had to get pressure on the quarterback, and um, so when you have that and forcing turnovers, and you got the offense moving the ball the way it is, it's tough to stop. Um, so I'm, I'm really excited to watch this Super Bowl. You know, I got a buddy of mine that's long snapper for the Eagles. Cool. Uh, he's. Uh, He's my roommate for three years at ODU, so uh, it's going to be cool. It's going to be cool to watch him. Last one for me, because you're familiar with Minnesota and beyond the weather. It's Minnesota in February. We're, we're not in Cancun. <laughs> what should our audience know about the Minnesota spirit? Because we've been here for the better part of a week, and the folks have been wonderfully hospitable. Yeah. Um, people here are great, and they actually uh, enjoy this weather, which is uh, kind Come of— Come that's an act. <laughs> Nobody enjoys this weather. I tell you what, they, they, they find joy in it, and um, the two years I was here, I couldn't stand it. Um, you know, I'll be driving to work, and it says negative 15 degrees. I'm like, what am I doing? You know, right. this is ridiculous. Um, so, you know, I was just in Houston, 6 degrees, get here last night, and it's negative 5, and I'm just—I'm already ready to go back. That shows Cordell. 
I <laughs> see you. This is becoming. Hey. Don't say anything. We're on Radio Row in the Super Bowl. It's becoming a nice tradition. We'll see you next year. Cornell's hometown of Atlanta. So if you need a place to crash, just text Stu. Okay. Don't worry about it. Thank you. Thanks, You won't have minus fourteen degree weather. No, no, I don't know. No. That's my hometown as well. Oh, my you guys man. can talk there about that. Nice to see you. <laughs> You've been listening to No Huddle with Brian Weber and former Steelers quarterback Cordell Slash Stewart live on the NFL on Tune. 20, 15, 10, 5, touchdown. The National Football League is on. Tune in.